welcome to Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife. My name is Antoinette Daytalk and I am your host. Whether you are a competitive ballroom dancer, a social dancer, or someone simply interested in learning more about the fascinating world of ballroom dance, this podcast is for you. So grab yourself a cup of joe and join me for bonus episode 5, 10 Things I Don't Want for Mother's Day. Hello, dancing friends, and happy Mother's Day. Today's episode isn't replacing the regular weekly one scheduled to drop tomorrow morning. It's the first Coffee Break bonus episode. My plan is, every so often, to produce a bonus episode in celebration of something special. Since today is Mother's Day, I thought I'd share a Mother's Day post I published on May 11th, 2013th for my first blog, Just Another Ordinary Day. In case you're thinking to yourself, what, The Dancing Housewife isn't your first blog? Allow me to give you a little history. As a product of the 60s and 70s, the second wave of the feminist movement had a profound influence on how I planned to live my life. It had never occurred to me to completely forsake pursuing my own career in order to become a stay-at-home mom and housewife, but that's precisely what I did. To be honest, I didn't choose that path. It's more like it chose me. But either way, in the blink of an eye, nearly two decades had flown by and it was becoming increasingly obvious that my role as the mother of two sons was evolving. In 2009, my oldest son was preparing to head off to college, my younger son was an eighth grader, and I needed to find something to fill the extra time I had on my hands. I'd always loved writing, and this new blogging thing was becoming popular, so I figured why not give it a try? And so I did. In the fall of 2009, I launched Just Another Ordinary Day. They say successful authors write what they know, so I wrote a lot about motherhood. I wrote about events as they occurred. I reminisced and shared stories about my sons when they were babies, and I ruminated over impending empty nesthood. Not to toot my own horn, but Just Another Ordinary Day was named a top mommy blog, and yes, there is such a thing, for several years running. But more importantly, blogging turned out to be the cathartic release I needed as I wrestled with finding a new purpose. I was facing the fact that my sons didn't need me as much as they used to. Around this same time, Dancing with the Stars had become a wildly popular television phenomenon in the United States, and I became an instant fan. I was fascinated by the dancing, of course, but also by the costumes and the hair and the makeup and the tans. Oh, the tans. I remember watching ballroom dancing on TV as a kid when PBS aired the Ohio Star Ball hosted by Sandy Duncan, but Dancing with the Stars brought ballroom dancing to the mainstream. It made it seem accessible to the average Jane or Joe. I was hooked. So there I was, blogging up a storm and religiously watching every single episode of Dancing with the Stars, and I can't remember exactly in which season it first happened, But reality TV stars and other sorts of pseudo-celebrities started joining the cast. Suddenly, this insane idea hit me. If I could just get my blog or even just one single post to go viral, I might catch the attention of those folks over at Dancing with the Stars and land myself an invitation to join the cast of celebrity contestants. A ridiculous fantasy, I know, but remember... I had been a stay-at-home mom for nearly 20 years, so I'd lost a few brain cells along the way. 
That was all well before I assumed my Dancing Housewife alter ego, launched the Dancing Housewife blog, and it was well before I had managed to coerce the Dancing Doc to start competing with me. I'm certain I don't have to tell you Dancing with Stars never came knocking, but as you know, I eventually found my way to the ballroom, and I kept on blogging. Also, eventually, I published the following open letter to my sons, the one I'm about to read to you. I hope you enjoy it. Dear Christian and Jared, Instead of telling you what I want for Mother's Day, I'm giving you a list of the 10 things I don't want for Mother's Day. Here you go. One, I don't want to make your beds. Two, I don't want to pick up your dirty clothes. Three, I generally don't want to clean up after you at all. Four, I don't want to request the same thing more than once. And I don't want said requests to be met with bad attitudes, rolling eyes, or, I'm making quotation marks, that tone of voice, and you know what I mean. Five, I don't want to become a nag. Please review numbers one through four. Six, I don't want you to go around acting like I'm the only mother who expects a text or a phone call when you, quote, get there safely. So just do it and quit complaining or I'll take away the car and the phone faster than you can blink and don't argue with me. Seven, I don't want you to replace my desktop wallpaper with creepy pictures of Carrot Top or people vomiting. Eight, I don't want you to sneak up behind me or startle me when I have a full bladder. Nine, I don't want you to make choices that jeopardize your health and safety or compromise your character and integrity. Ten, I don't want you ever to forget to be kind to others, especially girls, including me, to tell the truth, to try your best, where you come from, that I love you, that I am your mother, and that my birthday is March 10th. Finally, I don't want you to feel guilty if you haven't gotten me a card. After all, it's Saturday, so all the good ones are probably gone anyway, or a fantastic present. But that it's the thought that counts business is a complete load of crap. So you might want to get rolling on a Mother's Day poem. After all, I don't want you to feel guilty on my special day. Love, Mama. Thanks for tuning in today. If you're enjoying Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife, click the share button, leave us a review, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And until next time, keep on dancing.